The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Earth's Mightiest Heroes type thing. Yes. Hello and welcome to Disney Marvels for week of April 29th, 2018. This is show number two. If this is your first time, or if you're a returning listener, welcome. On to the news. May 4th, Disney XD will be airing season one of Lego Star Wars, The Freemakers Adventure. It will be a marathon, obviously for May the 4th. Also, Friday, May 4th, DuckTales, the rebooted 2017 series, will finally be making its triumphant return. It will be on the Disney Channel. Check your local listings for time. On the following week, on 5.11, will be also the return of one of the 80s favorite uh, recurring characters. I will not spoil who it is. I'll let you find out for yourself. But careful if you're reading the description. The last time we had a new episode of DuckTales was December 2nd. Star Wars Rebels may be over, but the force is still with the Disney Channel. They have ordered a new Star Wars series, animated series, called Star Wars Resistance. It's a Force Awakens prequel. The official description is, A young pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. No uh, news yet on when that will start airing. Disney has casted the Goldberg star Sean Gambrone and newcomer Sadie Stanley to play Ron Stoppable and Kin Possible, respectively, in the live-action TV movie based on the animated series from 2002. Movie is slated for TV, direct-to-TV in 2019. Luke Cage Season 2 is expected to be available on Netflix June 22, 2018. Sticking with the Marvel news, Clark Gregg will be returning to the big screen as a young Phil Coulson in Captain Marvel due 2019. He will be alongside his good friend Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, who will also be much younger and have both eyes. Pictures are available online if you're looking for them. And the big news, 300-pound Titan in the room. Avengers Infinity War opened this weekend. It was the fourth biggest preview day, this would be Thursday, with $39 million. Second biggest Friday opening, 105.9 million, uh, million domestically. This includes the Thursday numbers. And biggest opening weekend ever for a movie. Not just domestically, with $255 million domestically but internationally as well for $641 million worldwide. It has yet to open in China, which is the world's second largest movie um, market. So this takes out The Fate of the Furious as the largest world opening and also takes out Star Wars The Force Awakens as the largest domestic opening. So the Avengers have taken over. Speaking of which, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it has been revealed that the 20th Marvel movie will actually be taking place before Avengers Infinity War, yet after Civil War, Captain America, 
Captain America Civil War, just to make things a little more confusing for us viewers who are hoping to get some answers. The minivan service will soon be offering, uh, this is at Walt Disney World, will be um, offering more luggage room. In case if you could not fit all your luggage into the one minivan, going to Orlando International Airport, you can request a second vehicle just for your luggage. This will be provided free of charge and they will follow you to the airport. On to the rumors. Disney World's looking into adding AR, augmented reality, to its self-driving cars. Because if there wasn't enough to look at on the roads now, this will give you something a little more exciting to view out the windows while you're sitting there and the car does all the work for you. It's also rumored that Epcot Skyliner station, that uh, the queue may not be large enough for the close of day park. After the fireworks and all the rides have closed and there's going to be the mass exodus, the small section in the International Gateway where the station will be set up, uh, they're starting to have second guess on is there going to be enough space to be able to put a queue line to maintain all the people and it doesn't feed back into the parks. There was also rumors of a Marvel female superhero team up uh, movie. Marvel's pretty much squashed that idea and it will not be uh, not be happening. And finally in rumors, the Muppets may be coming back. Yes, believe it or not, despite the poor ratings of the Muppet reboot on ABC, there is talks that there will be a new Muppet show dedicated to streaming services and possibly based on the original 70s show of the Muppets. That should be interesting to see and we will stay closely on top of that. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. So speaking of Marvel's Avengers, Hopefully you got to see it this weekend. I personally got to see it multiple times this weekend. And I could not give... I enjoyed it. The more I saw the movie, the more I enjoyed it. Um, so it definitely has good legs to stand on. But this weekend, so much more than that. It marks the culmination of a 10-year dream. As Marvel's Infinity Wars launched into theaters, a dream that first came, true, came to the forefront on May 2nd, 2008 with Iron Man. The Robert Downey Jr. movie was their Marvel's first independent film. It was their first film altogether. That was strictly just Marvel, that they, they had the control of it. A lot of the film was ad-libbed, apparently. Um, Favreau started the movie early in production, and not all, the script wasn't completely finished yet. So him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. ad-libbed a lot of their lines. Uh, apparently, Gwyneth Paltrow had a little trouble trying to keep up with... Uh, keep up with this uh, new method or different method of filming as we know in the long run it, it actually worked out I, I think it worked out nicely this casting I feel for this movie was quite spot-on and it was the first movie of a planned six movie deal between Marvel and Paramount to conclude pretty much with Iron Man 3 June 13th of 2008 the Incredible Hulk was bashed its way into the theaters and Interestingly enough, we know that Ed Norton played Bruce Banner and the Hulk in this movie, but Robert, uh, Mark Ruffalo was originally 
a popular idea of who they want to, to play Bruce Banner. But a lot of the executives wanted the name recognition of Ed Norton, so it was, okay, you know, he Ed Norton did not want to actually do this movie, but they sweet-talked him and said, okay, what if we let you work on the script? You, you know, he will give you the, pro, the script, let you make some creative changes, and we'll give you, um, you know, some credit towards that. And would you be willing to do this movie then? He said, well, if you're going to let me write the movie, then sure. That's how Ed Norton got, ended up being into the movie. But when the movie actually debuted opening weekend, it actually did not do as well as Ang Lee's Hulk several years earlier. And they weren't happy about this. This this almost put the kibosh on Marvel Studios altogether. Thankfully, with Iron Man doing did so well, they say, okay, you know what? We will keep pushing along. But before Iron Man 2 came out in 2010... Disney announced in August 31st of 2009 that it will be acquiring Marvel. All of Marvel. Marvel characters, Marvel comics, Marvel studios, and all of its subsidiaries. Of course, that, that caused a whole other issue with uh, Marvel. Stanley was handing out the licensing agreements left and right to all sorts of people for their characters just to be able to fund Marvel projects and keep Marvel alive in the years before that. But this didn't stop them. This did not stop the movies at all, as we know. In May 7, 2010, Iron Man 2 came back, and they started introducing other major characters. That's kind of really the the launching point for the Avenger movies, where things started culminating a little more. You had the Black Widow in that movie. Um, start referencing Captain America with the, the shield in the, the one scene. In October of 2010, Disney announced that they would be buying out Paramount's contract with Marvel. Any movies that were finally produced, were finally, uh, finished being recorded, would become, were still under the Paramount flag. So that included the upcoming Thor and Captain America First Avenger movie. But after that, any movies after that were going to be distributed by Disney. And that included the Avengers and the upcoming Iron Man 3 movie. This was a big gamble by Disney to take on all the production rights and distribution rights. Well, Thor in two thousand May 6, 2011, Thor hammered his way onto the screen, uh, beautifully directed uh, by Kenneth Branagh, who I'm a big fan of. And two months later, June 22nd, 2011, Captain America the First Avenger marched his way onto the screen for the first time. And that's kind of where it all came together. Originally when... Di Marvel announced that they were going to be doing these movies and that, you know, in the end, you are going to get your first Avengers movie. It didn't excite the press. It didn't, a lot of people weren't too, too keen on it. But eventually, it started all coming together. On May 4th, 2012, the Avengers finally assembled onto the big screen. And everyone rejoiced. Crowds were lining up. The, it, it was quite the... The numbers that kept on coming in and coming in for the, the movie was exceptional. And actually, Disney's gamble of paying out big money to Paramount paid out because they made even more money just on the Avengers. Then you had Iron Man 3, Thor 2, Captain America Winter Soldier, and it just kept going on. And they kept they kept producing all these, these movies, and they expanded their character reach. 
beyond Captain America and Thor and the ones that we already introduced to, and they kept on bringing in these new characters, and they're not necessarily picking out their most popular characters. One, because a lot of them, well, were licensed out to other other studios. The X-Men, the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. They, they were pulling in some of the backlogged ones, and they're the ones, okay, well, you haven't really heard of these guys, but we're going to show you the Guardians of the Galaxy, and we think you're going to like it. And you know what? We do like it. Well, most of us. I can't speak for everybody. I personally like the Guardians of the Galaxy, and I know it's on a lot of people's top five list. And each movie is different. It's not just a superhero movie. They take a different genre type of movie. You get a heist movie. You get a kind of romantic. You get a conspiracy movie. You get all sorts of different types. Space Odyssey movie. And then they put the characters in that movie. It's a different way of, of going about it. But Marvel is guaranteed, you know, after 19 movies now, Avengers Infinity War is 19, the 19th movie, and Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be your 20th movie, they promise that there will be more. And we, we know that there's going to be more. We don't know exactly what's coming after Avengers 4, but they, they guaranteed two things. We're going to keep making movies after Avengers 4, and we're going to keep... But everything's going to change after Avengers 4. And the necessary pops, probably, we could kind of guess at the formula of how they're going to be doing these movies. They're not going to maybe move away from the phases and get more just kind of kind of a connected movie universe. It's already connected, but more expansive universe um, and not necessarily distinct phases. We know that there's going to be a Spider-Man 2. We know that there's going to be a Guardians 3. And you guarantee, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they announced the Black Panther 2. But all this is going to happen after Avengers 4. And a lot of you, if, if you haven't seen Infinity War yet, well, when you see it, you, you can be a little calmer at the end. I'm not saying anything. There's going to be no spoilers in this. But also when you look at some of the actions that Marvel's doing now after the, the Fox deal is going on. Marvel has announced just just in the past week or so that... They are relaunching the Fantastic Four comics. Fantastic Four is coming back. Even though the in the images that they're showing, they're showing six characters, you will have the Fantastic Four. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think this is part of the plan that we're bringing back the Fantastic Four to the comics. So in a year or two, we bring back the Fantastic Four to the... We introduce we don't bring them back because they haven't been part of it, the Marvel, Marvel Cin Cinematic Universe. But they... They will be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe now. They were welcoming back to our family. Just like Spider-Man had his homecoming last year in 2017, the Fantastic Four will be moving into, I'm going to say now, Stark Tower in 20, 2020, let's say. Why not? Most likely the, Mar the Fox Marvel deal is going to get fully hammered out and, and ironed out um, with all its details and... 2019, earlier part of 2019, why can't they get us a movie going for 2020 or 2021 on the, the long uh, long end of things? Why can't in the X-Men take it, you know, move us in a similar step? This is not just the end. This is the end of what, something that started 10 years ago, but this is the beginning of just so much more. And with most of the characters coming back, Marvel's just got so much more to work with, and their formula 
and so oh well, it's just so formulated we get the the introductory story and we you know we get the villains and the villains aren't as good as some of the other villains and and the uh, universe that will not be named because they're just not making money but it works because people are going to see them and it's not just that people can go to see them that you know fanboys go to see them fanboys they're all these people are married now these these are characters that a lot of us grew up with and our families grew up with and we could bring our kids to these movies and our kids enjoy them and our spouses enjoy them our, the wives enjoy them you know some my candy like chris helmsworth it's not necessarily a bad thing to to help entice bringing the missus along but to be honest my wife enjoys seeing these movies i mean it's not just because of the eye candy it's it's because of the storytelling and it's enjoyable it's fun it's it's light-hearted it's not necessarily always meant to change your life but it does affect you i mean I, when we were leaving infinity wars my wife did have to dab her eyes and i'll be truthfully honest i had to dab my eyes at the end of infinity wars again no spoilers i'm not saying anything go see it yourself go see it a second time and then when you're done with that wait a couple of days and go see it a third time because it there is so much that happens in that movie and the credit to marvel is that they they were able to put together a, a movie with countless main characters and you did not feel that any one character was robbed of screen time or importance you know black panther black widow captain america war machine iron man winter soldier hulk bruce banner as it were spider-man guardians of the galaxy star lord gamora drax mantis rocket raccoon groot thor loki they all just come together in such a beautiful marriage that became infinity war i mean it, it's just incredible this movie could have very easily been a bust and destroyed everything and i don't think it did and obviously by the box office numbers most other people didn't think it, it that happened either why don't you let me know what's your favorite marvel movie of the marvel cinematic universe let's not include the ones before mcu all started i mean if you want to throw the hulk in there be my guest i go go right ahead i know some people do enjoy some moments of that movie but then the 90s captain america the 60s spider-man and eh, we, we don't have to worry about them um, the Hulk TV show, as enjoyable as it was, we don't have to worry about that one either. Email the show at DisneyMarvels at gmail.com. Or you can now also join us on our Facebook page. I have created a Facebook page where we can all come together. We could share news and talk about all things Disney and Marvel. And like I said, everything that the show is about. And that would be Facebook.com slash Disney Marvels. Again, that's facebook.com slash Disney Marvels. Don't forget the S at the end. I hope you all enjoyed the show. Make sure you share it out on Facebook, the Twitter, tell all your friends about it, and give us a good old rating too on however you downloaded the episode. I'd like to end this episode with a quote from Stanley himself. Excelsior! Have a good one, everyone. Thank you again for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. In time, 
you will know what it's like to lose. To feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it, run from it, destiny still arrives. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, but this <laughs> does put a smile on my face.